the bookbinder. Shapsi was a bookbinder. People would bring him their old torn books and he would glue the pages and bind them in a nice new cover. He was not a Talmud Chacham, but he always tried to do his work honestly and therefore everyone respected him. Shapsi lived many pleasant years with his wife. They supported themselves from his work, made to do little and always lived happily. They made do with little and they were always happy. There was one thing, however, that put a shadow over their happiness. They did not merit having any children. They always dive into Hashem that He blessed them with children. Shapsi would recite Tehillim and pour out his heart to the Abishter in prayer while doing his work. And his wife would do the same while she was doing her housework. They hoped and prayed that Hashem would answer their tefillahs. Years passed, Shapsi grew old and no longer had strength to work any longer. He also did not have many customers, and so his earnings dwindled. There were days when he did not earn a cent and had no money with which to buy food. At such times, Shapsi and his wife would eat just dry bread all week long, saving every penny they could so that they could buy enough food for Shabbos. This was always their custom. Several days before Shabbos, Shapsi's wife would go to the marketplace. She would purchase all kinds of delicious foods, such as fish, meat, and fruits, vegetables, flour, sugar, oil, with which to bake challah. Laden with all her goods, she would return home and happily begin to prepare for Shabbos, singing songs of praise to Hashem. I am so thankful, Hashem, for the beautiful gift of Shabbos you give us, she would say, Oh, how wonderful it is, so holy and so pleasant. Please bless me that my food will be tasty in honor of the special guest, the Shabbos queen. Great was the joy in Shabbos' home on Shabbos. Shabbos and his wife would sit around the Shabbos table, lit with candles lit, singing songs of praise to Hashem. Now when times were hard and they did not have enough money to buy provisions for Shabbos, they began selling their belongings in order to buy bread to eat. They never complained to anyone. They had faith that Hashem would help them. Things got so bad that they soon had sold everything they owned. They were too proud to ask for help from anyone, and so they continued to trust that Hashem would help them somehow. They just had one great worry now. What would they do about Shabbos? All week long, they managed with very little. A small piece of bread was enough to quiet their hunger. But how would they honor Shabbos? It was already Friday morning, and there was no money to buy anything for Shabbos. Sadly, with tears in her eyes, the woman turned to her husband and said, My dear husband, Shabbos is near, and we have nothing with which to honor her. Maybe you should turn to some of our generous Jewish neighbors. Surely they will be happy to help. Heaven forbid, cried Shapsi. All my life I have never taken anything from anyone, and I am not going to accept charity even now. 
I am sure that Hashem will help us. Please, I want you to promise me that you will not go asking anyone for help in order to buy food for Shabbos. With tears in his eyes, his wife promised that she would not take anything from anyone. Then, as usual, Shapsi went to the shul early to study the weekly parsha and to recite to him. The congregation concluded the evening prayers of Kabbalah Shabbos and everybody happily headed towards home to have their Shabbos meal. The last to leave the shul was Shapsi. He knew that he had nothing at home for Shabbos, for the Su'uda, and there weren't even any candles to light up his house. So he slowly made his way home, his heart filled with both pain and happiness. He was pained that he could not honor Shabbos properly, but he was still happy that he withstood the test and did not accept chari charity from anyone. As he neared his home, he stopped short in shock. Great light shone forth from every window of his home. He felt heartbroken. His poor wife was probably unable to withstand the test and asked kind neighbors for help. Nevertheless, Shapsi decided not to spoil the Shabbos by getting angry or arguing or showing his disappointment. He simply entered his home and happily put on a smile and started singing the Shalom Aleichem. Shapsi made Kiddush on the wine that his wife served him and then washed his hands and said the bracha over the challah. He contained himself and did not say anything, holding in his anger. But when he noticed the huge portions of fish that were being served, he couldn't hold himself back any longer and told his wife, Why, oh why, did you not keep your promise to me? Why did you go ask for help? Oh no, my dear husband, his wife said, smiling. Listen, and I will tell you how Hashem has helped us today. You see, after you left home, I was feeling very sad about our situation. I tried to cheer myself up and decided that if I cannot honor the Shabbos with good food, at least I will clean the house well. So I started cleaning every little part of the house thoroughly and discovered that one of the corners of this collar of my old expensive wedding gown and in the collar there was a valuable gold pin attached to it. I was very happy and quickly ran. I sold this pin to the goldsmith and with the, with the money I received I bought all these wonderful things here that I'm serving for Shabbos and there's enough money left even for next Shabbos too. Abshapsi was so happy when his righteous wife told him all this how Hashem had helped them and spared them from having to take charity. He stood up and began to dance with joy in honor of Shabbos. After the soup course, he again began dancing. And then once again, after the chicken was served, he danced again. Shapsi clapped his hands and danced around his table full of praise to Hashem. At that same time, in a different city, the Balshemtiv was sitting at his own Shabbos table with his Chassidim. After Kiddush, Bisol Balshemtiv broke into a wide smile. His Chassidim did not understand this. They wondered why suddenly is the Balshemtiv smiling. 
Nothing funny has happened. No one said a joke or anything. A short while later, while the Boshemta spoke words of Teda, he once again broke into a smile, and this time he was actually laughing. When this happened a third time, the Boshemta's Talmidim realized that their holy teacher must have surely seen something that they could not see. They knew that the Valshemtiv could see things that ordinary people could not see. Suddenly, the Valshemtiv stood up and began dancing. So naturally, everybody danced along with him with great joy. When Shabbos was over, one of his Talmidim named Reb Zev approached the Valshemtiv and asked, Rebbe, please tell us, what was the reason for the joy you expressed on Friday night? Why is it that you smiled and laughed three times? The Valshemtiv responded, Tell Alex, the wagon driver, to uh, get the horses ready, because we're going on a trip very soon, and you will soon have your answer once we arrive at our destination. The Valshemtiv replied. So, of course, the horses got ready. They all got into the wagon, and the horses sped away. And the wagon driver, as usual, didn't even have the reins in his hand, because he knew that the Balshemtiv was a holy man who did wonders, and the horses seemed to fly as if they were on eagles' wings. They traveled far in a miraculously short time and reached the city of Kozhnitz. The Balshemtiv entered the home of the head of this community, where he was received with great honor. After Shachris, this is Sunday morning, the Vashemtiv asked for Shapsi and his wife to come and see him. So this head of the community where they were staying was surprised, but if the Vashemtiv says so, you got to do it right, right away, and he hurried to fetch Shapsi and his wife. They came to the Vashemtiv, Vashemtiv says, if you don't mind, please tell me everything that happened in your home this past Friday night, Shapsi, the bookbinder, began to tell the Balshemtiv and his Talmidim everything that had happened. He told them how difficult their situation was and how they decided not to take help from anyone but to have full trust in Hashem alone. Imagine my surprise when I returned home and found everything prepared for Shabbos, Shapsi said. When my wife told me how Hashem had helped us, I could not contain my joy, and I began dancing. I was so happy and grateful that I had danced three times during the, the meal. The Balshemtiv then turned to his students and said, Do you know that when Shapsi danced, the Malachim in Shemayim were dancing with him in happiness? Now you surely understand why I smiled during our Shabbos meal. I sensed the great joy in heaven that Shapsi's dancing caused. Now, said the Balshemtiv, turning to Shapsi, with what should I bless you? I give you two choices, with wealth or with a son. Shapsi replied, well, we do not need any wealth, but we sure desperately want a child. Balshemtiv blessed them with a righteous son who would light up the eyes of the Jewish people. And so it was. A year later, his wife gave birth to a son, and of course, they were overjoyed. The Balshemtiv was invited to, the, to be the son at the bris, 
and he named the boy Yisrael. And Yisrael grew up, and he is known today as the Helike Koznetzer Magid.